0: Welcome back to Flick Talk with your favourite hosts, as usual, Fee and Belle. I'm Fee. And I am Belle, and today we are diving into Monte Carlo. Yay! Fun times. So,
1: um, shall I take it away? Yeah, so so Belle is going to kind of start us off with the summary, for those of you who haven't uh, watched the film why mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah over to you Belle
0: okay thanks Fee so um, this is about a young woman and her um, her uptight stepsister and her best friend who use their savings for a long anticipated dream trip to Paris which turns out to be a big disappointment when they decide to take a break from their lousy tour and duck into a lobby into the lobby of a luxury hotel, one of them is mistaken for a spoiled British heiress. Before they get a chance to reveal their true identities, they are wrapped up in misadventures during a vacation to Monte Carlo. Instead, and fun mm. fact—well, this isn't a fact, but it, well, it technically is a fact. Um, Fia and I actually took a Paris trip. Just before yes, did. literally, thought. just before COVID, we literally yeah. took like a day's trip, and it's so funny because, um, oh, like, no. you're
1: gonna tell everyone the incident.
0: No, 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 this is about like the fact uh. that we tried to like see all the attractions
1: oh, I in think like one day. What we did actually like, w- happened. oh
0: my, oh, that completely slipped my mind. That
1: completely slipped. Oh my god! My mind. Um, so likewise, <laughs> like how um, Grace Bennett and Emma and Meg missed their bus, um, the her one half of the Flick Talk podcast missed their train.
0: Honestly, guys. And
1: it was me. Um, I feel like I yeah, it was like the worst. So I always have anxiety, and obviously Bell knows this because we've traveled before. And I don't know if you remember Bell, but in Barcelona, me and my sister had really bad anxiety in, tra- in terms of traveling, like yeah, yeah, just, on like, the trains, yeah, to- yeah, yeah. So we have that shared in our whole family because it's just the fear of missing planes and like trains and any transportation is just obviously supposed to get you to whatever. Um, I have never ever missed a plane before this or Mister for more mode of transportation what was it um, like a 4 a.m so train had happened until Paris um so what had happened was I was really tired I remember this I was really tired from work <laughs> and then I like took a shower and that just made me super tired um and also I think do you know what it is I think I was consecutively working and that was my only day off mm. and then I was like oh my god I'm just so tired I'm gonna pass out mm. blah 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 and then so I took a shower and then this I never do this I've never ever done this in my entire life but I I purchased like a manual alarm clock um oh yeah <laughs> you told right. me so it's like I because it's like I, I tr- at that time I was trying to not have my phone like in the same room as me whatever blah blah, blah. and obviously like it was working fine <laughs> so I set the alarm on that manual clock for 2.30 because our train was at 5 or something
0: yeah, but we had to be there like three thirty or four o'clock, four AM, something we like that. We had to be
1: there around that time, but I think it yeah. was like around five, so we'd get there for seven or something.
0: No, I think and the train was actually at four something. I four think. Something, four something. yeah something. Okay. Yeah. Oh my
1: god, it's just bringing back. And yeah.
0: <laughs> I actually and remember that night like going to,
1: <laughs> to Like the it was so crazy so i was like okay i've got, i've set my alarm i'm not gonna set it in my phone and i've never ever done this in my life like i always like set two alarms just because i'm like you know panic and i was like no no my my alarm is loud enough it's gonna wake me <laughs> and then <laughs> what do i wake up to so i just like passed out and then i wake up to like my phone ringing really out and i was like oh my god who's calling me at like this hour <sighs> it was Belle, and she was at like king's cross which is where we were supposed to get the star, and so to Paris, and she was like where are you and i was like it was 4 30 and i kid you not i don't think i have ever jumped out of my bed faster. and i like literally just went to a, a state of breakdown and i know yeah. Belle remembers this so distinctly. Yeah. like i was crying on yeah. the phone <laughs> she was but, like, do you know what? I lo- like I love you for this because you handled that so well. You could have been like, oh no, like, you could have been as anxious as me, but you were like really calm and you were like, No, it's fine, it's fine, you can get on the next train, blah blah Yeah, blah. like and I was it, like, I'm it, so it, sorry. I just I like I was crying and I just kept on being like, I'm so yeah, sorry. She was
0: I'm like, so like hysterically crying down the phone and I was like, <laughs> fee like no one's dying. Like <laughs> and literally I was like in these situations, I'm like, it's happened. Like, how can we like, you know, move past this? So she's yeah. like hysterically crying. I'm, I'm like, honestly, Fee, like, just like try and make your way here. And we tr- I tried to like speak to the people at yeah, King's yeah. Cross to like see if she could get like we c- we could both get like a later ticket, all this stuff. Yeah. yeah. But um, you know, it didn't really work I- out, and I did have to go ahead of her. So I just. I had to wait was it like a two three hour yeah
1: yeah I mean do you know what it could have been way worse I know what it was I think I know you say that oh like this has happened but for me it's like like that's like the end like for me it's like (laughs) if someone's died kind of thing it's like okay you've missed it like that's it and also I I felt bad because I let you down because I was like oh no now she's gonna have to travel alone obviously it wasn't like an eight hour flight which I would have felt so like I would have literally fainted but it was, like, I just was, like, oh, my God, no. Like, I just let Belle down and, like, she's waiting there. I think it was more of that than, like, do you know what I mean? But I feel like, you know what? Like, I feel like that experience has really helped me, like, with other situations now. So if I miss a coach or a train or something, obviously, I'll, I'll get anxious if I miss a plane. But if I miss a train or something, I'm not as worried because of that experience. I'm, like, it's fine. You can always just catch the next one. It's it's fine. It's fine. you got it handled.
0: Exactly. Exactly. I mean a plane a pl- I feel like a plane a plane is like a whole different thing. But
1: honestly, but you know what? You are a trooper. Belle like literally was a trooper and she just like made the best out of the situation and it was amazing. And yeah. we still had the best trip and we did everything exactly. that we to do. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah, 100%. And yeah, it was amazing. But yeah, guys, that's our story.
1: Like that. <laughs> um so Monte Carlo was Directed by, I don't know how to say this name, but Thomas Bas- Bazooka. Um, Thomas Bazooka is actually a fashion student um, who graduated from Parsons School of Design, um, but he also wrote and directed films like Big Eden, The Family Stone, Monte Carlo, and very recently, The, Gu- the Guernsey lit- Literary, The Guernsey Literary, and The Potato P- Peel Pie Society. Um, So yeah, he's got uh, very few... Like, he's got good kind of movies under his belt. Um, Mm. It was produced by um, Denise DeNovi, who also produced both of um, The Sisterhood of the Travelling Pants. Um, It was um, also produced by Alison Greenspan, Nicole Kidman. I'll go into why, because um, of a fact as well. Arnon Milkan, um, who is a really so this is like a really interesting thing so he's an Israeli businessman film producer and a spy how weird oh wow um, he, he, he produced you know movies like 12 Years a Slave JFK Fight Club mm. Mr. and Mrs. Smith all of that good um, good movie and it said that he was mm. an is- Israeli intelligence operative from mid 1960s to mid 1980s which wow that's amazing um the story was based on a film I think it was a film was it it was called Headhunters by Jules Bass mm-hmm. but I do not think it ended yeah. up happening um or did it end up happening I can't remember uh no I don't think so oh, I don't it ended know. up happening I think it was supposed to have- I just
0: saw it in like when I was doing my research for for the movie but I don't know if it actually
1: Ed. Yeah so I think it was like mm. with so That was my fact It was with Julia Roberts and Nicole Kidman um, And I think they were also Going to oh. remake this With Julia Roberts and Nicole Kidman But they said I think it felt like The cast was a bit too old So they wanted to do young casting But so mm. um, I think Nicole Kidman Still though like stayed on as a producer um, Which is I mean Oh that great, makes sense It made amazing box office um, Yeah screenplay was also written by thomas bazooka a- april blair and maria magenti i hope that's how you pronounce it um she's obviously like also maria magenti has kind of been known for kind of indie like low like low budget movies um mm. um a lot of like her films are commissioned by sundance which is obviously a very like indie film festival um yeah yeah uh the music was composed by michael giac um oh it said it says michael zacchino so i'm guessing the g is silent sorry edit uh michael zacchino um and he's kind of worked on films like jurassic park mission impossible um zootopia (laughs) Um, the Incredibles, Ratatouille. just add that in there. Cartoons, exactly. All the Star Treks, um, some of the Marvel movies. So a very, a very good. Yeah, I did. I did feel that the composing in this movie was excellent. I really like the. Com- I really like the um, music in this movie. The music Soundtrack yeah, it really well, works, which I'll go into later. Um, the cinematography was by Jonathan Brown, and it was edited by Jeffrey Ford. Pro- so the production company was Fox. 2000 Pictures, obviously Regency, Enterprises, DeNovi Pictures, June Entertainment, Blossom Films, but it was distributed by 20th Century Fox. Um, the release date, and I'm guessing it was this was in the US, but it, the release date was the 1st of July 2011, making this film, by the time this goes up, exactly 10 years to date. Oh wow! Um, which is crazy that I watched this ten years ago because oh my god, that feels so old. Wow. Um. Yep. So the budget was set for twenty million dollars, and it achieved a box office of thirty nine point seven million dollars. I mean, which is kind of average. It, it, I think it got mixed reviews and like. Mm-hmm. I think it was like a whole really nice summer movie, but I don't know. I mean, I think it did get like really good cre- like creditation around the world when it released and stuff. Um, it's still some of my friends' favorite movie, like from when we watched it. Back oh in wow! The day, yeah. Um, so yeah, I think that's about it. And passing it over back to Belle
0: Okay, so we um we've got our star, um edit. Okay, so we've got um obviously the main characters um were the three three young women um, and we've got Selena Gomez who played the main character Grace we've also got (laughs) Leighton Meester who played Meg Kelly or Megan we've also got Katie Cassidy as Emma Perkins who I thought I recognised her and then I realised that she's in, you know that, I don't know if you know the show called Arrow, he's like a superhero, I've like Seen one or two episodes, and I think she's in 90210
1: or something. And she was also in Gossip Girl for a few seasons, yeah. Obviously, her in Leighton Meester, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah, I did read that, yeah. She was in Gossip Girl, yeah. And then we've got um, um, Corey Monteith as Owen Andrews, RIP. Obviously, he was a big star in Glee, which I'm sure a lot of you will be familiar with. So we've got um. Pierre Boulanger, Boulanger, Boulanger,
1: Boulanger, He was in this really famous movie. I don't know if they made you watch this in school. Mm. I don't know if you were supposed to watch this in school, but they made us made us watch this in school. It was called Monsieur Ibrahim um, or something, and it was like an independent movie, and it was like a French independent movie or something.
0: Yeah, Monsieur Ibrahim. Yeah. He Played a young Jewish boy called momo schmidt yeah
1: and it was like him about puberty and like all this thing and i was like i and when i watched this like a couple of times i was like oh my god i know this guy like where do i know Uh... this from and um yeah and and i was like oh my god he's in that french movie that we had to watch the thing he basically like like becomes friends with this older dude I can't remember but I I really can't remember all of this but like I do remember watching this in school and I was like don't know if we were supposed to watch this in school but um, oh, gosh. yeah there's like a really famous scene that it's kind of known for um, like yeah okay Ah. no I never saw it in school I don't think they were supposed to show it in school <laughs> I think my teacher was just a bit like a rebel
0: <laughs> <laughs> so we've got Pierre Boulin- Boulanger lunch um, and he plays theo um theo marchand who is um grace's love interest and then we've got luke bracy who is riley and yeah. riley is meg's love interest
1: yeah he's in a couple of things as well he's in um I think, yeah, so what we just said, The Holiday which is, I don't know, it's not oh, like good in yeah, my opinion. Yeah, Emma Roberts, yeah. Um, he's in, I think he was in Home and in Away when I think Margot Robbie was on it or something. And he is on, he's like also with this like another film that Nina Dobrev did recently. Um, mm-hmm. But he's in a lot of things, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I thought I recognised him. So we've also got Catherine Tate, who a lot of Especially British viewers, I'm sure, will recognise, um, and yeah. she plays um, Grace's aunt, Alicia. Oh no, actually, so just to quickly um, rewind, so Selena Gomez obviously also plays her look, um, Grace Bennett's look-alike, Cor- Cordelia, Cordelia Winthrop Scott, Scott. and her aunt. <laughs> w-
1: I love Cordelia. That's such a nice name. I think.
0: I yeah. feel like it's it's a very um out old name. Yeah. From like yeah, like way back in the day. Cordelia. And then you have um Catherine Tate as Cordelia's aunt and um she is Ali- Alicia Winthrop Scott. Yeah. We have Andy McDowell as Pamela Bennett, who is um Grace's mum. We've got Brett Cullen as Robert Kelly, and he is um Grace's stepdad and Meg's um, legs, um biological dad, yeah. yeah. We've got Gilio Beruti, and he praised um Domenico. We yeah, had a
1: horrible. Oh yeah, no, oh,
0: Just looking down his nose at people. That was yeah. A teachable moment for him. Mm-hmm. We've got um, Valerie Lemercier as Madame Valerie. We've got Frank de la. Her son as grand mm-hmm. the grand Bells manager, and then finally <laughs> this is really random, but Jeremiah Sullivan as bartender too <laughs> who I do not mm-hmm. remember, but yeah, there we go, so yeah, that is a round up of the cast mm-hmm. and over to Yuffie
1: so I'm going to go over the production and the soundcheck. Um So as we kind of mentioned, the Monte Carlo story is based on the novel Headhunters. Oh, it was a novel. I kept on thinking this was a film.
0: Oh, I thought, oh, it said series when I Googled it. But obviously, they, I, I just assumed it was a TV series. But obviously, now they meant a book series,
1: right? The novel tells the story of four young Texas women who pretend to be wealthy heiresses um, while searching for rich potential husbands in Monte Carlo. There they they meet four gigolos posing as wealthy playboys. Um, So Fox bought the rights to the film in about 1999. And they, I think they were like around 2005, um, they announced that Jez and John Henry Butterworth would be writing the script. If you don't know Jez, I'm sure if you've done English literature in the UK, you probably know who Je- Jez Butterworth is. He is the dude that has written, oh, god now I forgot, haven't I? <laughs> what was that really odd play? And it was like, oh, I had to do it for one of my um, assignments. Oh, Gosh, I have no
0: clue. Jez
1: Butterworth. I feel like we did it in um, uni as well, but I had to do it for A level. Jerusalem that's it and it's like a really weird play um uh who there was this guy um they did like a live recording of it and we had to watch it and yeah so he's done Jerusalem and it was like a really complicated play anyways if you want to watch that go and watch that but it's just you have to read the book or first and the play first to get it um but they got fired I think um, and Tom Bazuko was hired to direct and co-write Ma- uh, *Monte Carlo*. Um, they were originally going to go with uh, Nicole Kidman um, as obviously one of the leads and Julia Roberts, but they felt well in 2010 um, they decided that the film should be more youthful, um, and the script was then co-written and updated by Bazuko and April Blair. Um, Uh, I think the change was basically They weren't supposed to be uh, like wealthy heiresses It just went from Being, I think the headhunters thing was It went from being three school teachers To two college students and a high school graduate Yeah Monte Carlo was shot in um, Budapest, Hungary Um, I think it's called Dunakesi Which I'm guessing is a city In Hungary um, Paris, France, um, Hargita, Romania, and then Monte Carlo, Monaco. Um, it began filming in Hargita on May fifth, two thousand and ten, and wrapped on July seventh, two thousand and ten. It is also the first film to use the film studio Rally Studios, Budapest. Wow. Um. In March ten, it was announced that Selena Gomez had been cast as one of the film's. Re- Leads following the script's rewrite. Um, for the role, uh, Gomez spent several weeks learning to play polo and practicing how to fake an English accent. By the way, the f- English accent is horrible. Yeah, it's not. She just speaks I in, like like uh, Gomez, but in, yeah.
0: in like her her voice is just a bit deeper. Hello, hello, hello. Yeah. And yeah, no, it didn't work.
1: What does she say that she's like, um, don't even think about it? i'm like that's not how we would say that (laughs) um and apparently do you know who she learned her well she like kind of based her english accent on it doesn't say this on like any website but i remember this like being a whole thing yeah um she learned it from victoria beckham okay i'm just like victoria beckham does not speak like that right okay um so she learned it from victoria beckham i think um I'm surprised they didn't because of obviously the
0: budget from like the fact that they traveled so much I'm surprised they didn't get her like a language like a I don't know dialect tutor or I don't know someone to like help her with her accent her British accent I
1: think maybe she so ba- I remember like hearing this about about this in an interview and she said it and she was like obviously at the time she was dating Justin Bieber and like mm. they apparently they used to hang out with like the Beckhams or something, and because like uh, kids were fans or something, and she was like, "Oh, like I used to like spend a lot of time with Victoria and like learn her dialect and right. stuff." And it's like really? Right. Okay. Should you you, you she's just got a dialect? Yeah, or, exac- exactly.
0: Exactly, yeah. like a dialect coach or something.
1: Yeah, exactly. Mm. Um, Leighton Meester also negotiated a deal to one of the leads that month, and Katie Cassidy was cast as Emma in April. Um, obviously, we know this, but French actor Pierre Boulanger made his first English-speaking feature debut in the film. Oh. Um, on to soundtrack. Um, the film's musical score was composed by um, Michael. Okay, I'm gonna now start I think it was it Zianico or something. Oh. Michael on. Zianico or something. Anyways, um, to coincide with the film's release, a soundtrack album was released by Veresti Sarab. Band on June 28th 2011 um, a lot of famous people on this on the soundtrack, including the lead Selena Gomez um, she obviously mm-hmm. yeah. um, had the kind of kind of hit song Who Says which is a really good song and anthem I think back in the day okay. um, but that was a really nice song and they I think featured it in the trailer as well um and yeah Um, there's also a song by Mika I think it was yeah Um, Mm -hmm. there's a lot of like notable like songs in this yeah so Love Today by Mika which was like a massive hit in the 2011's if you remember this Uh, Mountains in the Sea by Ingrid Michelson Um, uh, yeah they also played To Catch a Thief so when they were like watching the movie Um the one with Grace Kelly and oh my god, this is gonna bug me. Anyways, Grace Kelly that's who that's who I remember from that movie. Um uh Blame It on the Girls, Mika. Um La Vie on Rose, like the most popular Parisianish French song ever. Still to this day, I love that song. It's just the way it was in sync. Um, it was really nice. Um, "Say Magnifique" by Cole Porter. Um, I think there was also oh, a song by Louis Armstrong, but I can't remember what it was called. Um, uh, yeah, I can't remember what it was called. Um, "San Antonio Rose" um, by Patsy Klein, um, "Blow Away" by Alison Sudol. Um, uh, there was also a song by Silo Green. Which is called yes, bright lights, bright lights, biggest city, yeah, yeah. Yes, it was yeah, Um... Uh, 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 uh. yeah, Mm -hmm. And then when she's Mm -hmm. going in the yacht or something, yeah, Mm
0: yeah.
1: Keep your head by Jules De Martina. Every it was just I really like the soundtrack. I think um, I really loved Mountain and the Sea when it came out. I love Who Says. I think even that song like it's just really like a. i don't know it came at a time like where like empowering girls was not a thing and like i just love the message behind the song and it was just like it's just the way it's sung mm. and like i really like that song who says was really nice yeah. i wouldn't want to be anybody else it's so neat. it's so cute um anyways um it's a very disney song isn't it yeah i, I like i get that but like i think the way it was like I don't know if you guys even watched the music video or something. Like, I used to love obviously Selena Gomez back in the day. Mm. Um, I still do, I think. Um, but like, yeah, like the way it was like, kind of the like she's always been this kind of person. I that I really like about her is like, it's always like advocating like, what you see on screen is not a perfect picture, and like, just because mm. I look like th- like it's always like that, and I really loved that song, and like it, I think it came at a time when like um i don't want to go too deep but like i i used to get bullied mm. so it came at a time where i was like oh this is such a not like nice song and like it's just such a like reaffirming song as well and i mm. yeah i really like the way and i love i love the melody in it i love like the little guitar strings how it um starts i just love this song I, I like this used to be my song like this is what reminds i think it's just the nostalgia attached to it as well it's what reminds me of like yeah being in school and listening to the song with my friends and stuff. But yeah. Um I think that's about it. Um yeah, Belle. You- okay. So on to the
0: script. So um this is classed as a um an adventure rom com. Mm-hmm. Um an adventure romantic comedy. And um it it looks at like three it's obviously one one big story one big movie but it does focus on like three like romantic um romantic rom- um, romantic couples yeah. basically three couples love and stories, yeah. um you've t- three love. that's the thing yeah that's what I was thinking you know <laughs> that's the word for you thank you so it focuses on like three love stories um you have um obviously when um, we've got Grace and Theo we've got Megan and Riley and then we've also got Emma and Owen and um this is obviously we see a lot of comedy coming from i think Emma was probably like the the comedic character in yeah. it and um like the you know like the what's it called
1: if it like it the hurting, men- it ain't working <laughs> that was such a good line and she's like ow 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 (laughs) yeah
0: (laughs) grabbing her heels and then obviously you had like the the hotel staff who were like it was very slapstick Mm -hmm. they had very like slapstick moments with like the guy when the police come and he's like oh my gosh he's about to like faint he's like what are the police doing here she said it was fine (laughs) (laughs) but yeah so yeah there were a lot of like comedy moments so definitely a well-balanced rom-com it definitely didn't lean more to like romance and it didn't lean more to comedy i think there was a decent balance yeah and then obviously we've got like with the female characters we've got three you know i mean we've got three very different characters very strong we've got the main character yeah exactly so you've got um Grace, the young, um, the young high schooler who's just graduated, and um, obviously that brought some coming of age themes as well, with mm-hmm. her kind of trying to figure out what she wants to do after high school, and then, like, um, finally meeting a guy for the first time who you know really likes her for who she is. So, um, yeah, that was a really that was a really nice dynamic for her and Theo. Mm-hmm. I liked um, I liked that we saw that, and um yeah so i think grace is a very um she's uh i'd say she's she likes to hmm, i'm trying to think of a way to describe grace Grace she's like very
1: like simple and like i would just describe her too hard yeah she's very like very down to earth very down to earth yeah and like Mm. i think the only kind of meanness that we see in her is like when her and meg fight but obviously that's like siblings so obviously you would expect that but Mm -hmm. yeah i think she's like really down to earth and like simple which is i think again why i really like this character as as a as a person because i feel like it's so refreshing and we have never seen that kind of thing i mean we've seen the stereotypical ones like you know when like it's on the warm comments but like i like this is why i really like cena gomez in this role is because like you can literally just sense how like simple minded this girl is. Yeah. And she literally just wants yeah. to go to Paris and like she's
0: very innocent. She just yeah. wants to kind of travel yeah. the world yeah. and fit you know, just see how other people live and she's like curious about life. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. And then you've also got um yeah, she's very yeah very innocent I'd say as well. And you've got um Megan's character who was obviously in college. Mm. I think we see quite a transition for her Definitely. because we see her at the beginning. She's like very uptight. Someone who's like very um kind of snobbish maybe. Yeah. Cause you know, there's like the scene where there's a suitcase. She's like, Oh, you got, I don't know. Like for instance, if it was like a, I don't know, like a Balenciaga suitcase. She was like, Oh, it's a Balenciaga suitcase. Yeah. And then, um Grace is like okay like Yeah exactly she knows that nice. yeah uh, Yeah she's like um it? Megan's like yeah that's really expensive so we see her in the beginning as like this character that's very um you know she's she's a bit snobby she's very uptight she's you know that character that's like very kind of stiff she has like a stiff upper lip and everything's like a problem and then we've obviously got um, Emma's character, and um, Emma is definitely like the life of the mm-hmm. party. She's a character that's very outgoing. It's like she yeah. she's the kind of character that like drags you to the party, like when you're like trying to yeah, stay home, and she's sure. like, no, we need to go. She's that kind of character, so very. Um, yeah, even in, like, her yeah. fashion sense, yeah. she's very out there, isn't she? She's not trying to oh, be subtle. Oh, yeah, exactly. And what comes to mind is that yellow dress um, when she goes on the date. Yeah, and, um, yeah, it's just, she's yeah. just very large. She's a very larger-than-life character. So, yeah, that I, I like that we had very strong characters, but very different as well. Especially with Grace's character. She wasn't like a loud character but she still mm-hmm. we still saw that yeah. she was a strong character. Which yeah. Which um which I liked. But yeah. Um let me just see. Edit. Okay, Sophie, I have a question for you because mm-hmm. obviously we we said that we had the three couples and um the three different love stories was there a couple that you liked the most and or was there a couple that I'll you liked the both. least <laughs> or you can answer
1: both um so the couple i liked the most was meg yeah. and or oh, what's his name ryan is that his name
0: riley what
1: was it riley sorry? riley sorry riley i really liked megan riley's character because i feel like that's what i don't know not like i aspire to but that's what i really like is like that person bringing out the best in you kind of thing and like Mm -hmm. like he just really genuinely just wants to see her be happy and like they go on adventures together like jumping off the cliff which you know i've always wanted to do (laughs) um but like yeah i really like their character and i like that he like brings her out of like her shell a little bit um and i yeah i just love that like he just he brings back the old meg that everyone says that like you know they miss and stuff and like he just helps her kind of not yeah fall in love with herself a little bit more but also like this like new passion and like newfound love for life um Mm -hmm. which you like don't see like beforehand um so i think that yeah i think they're my favorite couple my least favorite would probably just have to be Emma and um, what's his name? Uh, Owen. 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 Yes. Um, yeah. yeah. Because I think like Owen is too possessive for my liking, and like. Oh my whole... gosh!
0: When he told her she couldn't go yeah. on the trip, I was like. <laughs> I
1: was like, no, what? honey, like no way. No. Um, and the fact that he comes all the way to Paris because he doesn't trust her. And also, she, like, I think Emma, for my liking, I mean, you, I think you understand why she's so selfish and, like, um, only kind of thinks about herself kind of thing. Um, but mm. I, I just, I don't know. I think they're kind of, like, two opposite, like, I feel like this will just kind of end in divorce, <laughs> that relationship. Yeah,
0: I know what you mean. Just, like, blow up in their yeah, faces. Yeah, because
1: I feel like also they're, like, like young, yeah. I'm guessing. And... Um, mm-hmm yeah like she i don't think she's been given a chance to do what she wants in life because she like graduated from high school and she's that's it like
0: no she dropped out remember she like dropped out to go like be a model for like a day i
1: think that could also harbor really like resentments if they get married and like she will never like like she'll always be like okay this guy like ruined my trip or like this guy is like yeah, and I think he just like needs yeah. to learn to be less possessive, honestly. That's yeah. Um Yeah, that was too yeah. much. What
0: about you? So yeah, I'm 100 percent I, I agree with you. Don't my favourite couple was Megan Ryan. Not, I'm saying Ryan right, now. Say. <laughs> Megan Riley. Those are my favourite couples. Um because I yeah, just literally to echo what you said, I just love that he brought out the yeah. best in her because we see her go from like this like uppity person to this really carefree down to earth girl who's like willing to travel with just a yeah. backpack and not like a lavish suitcase. Yeah, exactly. She's like, Let's just travel around the world and, you know, just live our life. So I really like that. And I feel like she we saw the most growth come from her character.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. 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 And then yeah, my least favourite character just like you said were Owen Emma. and yeah, Emma. Sure. Because um yeah, for the same reasons, I feel like Owen I felt like there was a lot of insecurity that he was dealing with yeah. because how how can he be so upset that she wants to go on like a, a girl's trip. A, just a nice yeah. holiday. A nice girl's yeah. trip and he's like uh, he thinks that if she like experiences life She's gonna he's that she's gonna him. have sex
1: with the next person she meets, basically. Yeah, literally, <laughs> he just thinks that. Sex
0: is if she be. like basically sees what's out there like around the world, she's gonna yeah. like want to like That's leave coach. him and. I think you're right. Like yeah. live life to like her fullest, which is basically like, you should support someone if you you they want to like live exactly. to the fullest. But yeah, obviously, yeah, for me that was like, oh, you know, he's insecure. Mm-hmm. When he was like Yeah expressing his feelings And I feel like she could have Handled the situation In a better way Because for me I was like So she gets to Monte Carlo And she like goes on this Like really nice date But like Owen had just like Proposed to her Before she left And she like goes to Monte Carlo And she's She's like I'm going on the trip anyway Which I think she should have Gone on the trip Because I don't think He should stop her Going on the trip But To, like, go on a date with, like, the first nice, well, supposedly nice guy, we, like, learned that he's, like, a snobbish guy and she, like, decides to not be with him. Yeah. But, yeah, that was really questionable for me. I was, like, you literally, like, said no to the guy that proposed to you, like, a week ago and you're suddenly on a date with, like, a guy, a rich guy so, to me, that was I think that just
1: proves Owen's point, though, like that she would fling herself to the next guy like that came onto mm. her basically not came onto her, but like mm. hit her like um hit on her basically, like
0: if he's yeah. rich
1: and he's rich, and i and that's the thing I think that was like another important lesson is like that obviously like money money does buy happiness, let's be honest, but money doesn't buy like <laughs> love and like stuff like that, and I think that's what she was trying to, yeah aspire to and obviously it failed mm-hmm. and then like she realized that she loves Owen after all, like because he's just so yeah. sweet and like down to earth or whatever. But yeah, I think you're 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 bang on with like they're just there's just, just such a massive insecurity complex with Owen. And it will mm-hmm. always just get in the way I think of their life if you know f- yeah going yeah. on. Yeah. Um and then
0: yeah. um yeah with um grace and theo's relationship i don't know i just it
1: just didn't seem authentic like, yeah.
0: yeah yeah i just don't know if there was a lot of chemistry i just didn't feel there was much do we chemistry need to recast within. oh shall we start the recasting um
1: i don't think there was we like recast a problem- i think there was chemistry but i just didn't think like I don't know like I don't know I didn't you know how they tried to sell the thing that oh he's really in love with someone else but she's pretending to some kind of thing I don't think that was the point yeah. I think like I think he knew like she's like she's different and she's like a simple person yeah. and that's what he actually fell in yeah. love with I don't think yeah. he like yeah he cared about she, she was rich and stuff and like obviously he doesn't at the end and stuff but yeah, I don't think like they, how they were trying to sell that as a story. I don't think that like came across.
0: I yeah, I agree. I don't, I don't think they made it strong yeah. enough. It was very flimsy. I Yeah, I, I mean, feel, obviously, like at the, the end, the way yeah. they try to like bring you her know across. they get together because yeah. she comes
1: and works for his charity and stuff. But yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. But any. Any other thoughts? I
1: feel like we just answered the whole men question as well with this answer.
0: You know what? Yeah. That's true. That's true. Um, yeah. Uh,
1: I think I'm going to go on to the costume and facts. And then that's it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, the costume. Um this is I think one of the most glamorous movies that we've done in terms of fashion and stuff Mm -hmm. um I think this head-to-head with 27 dresses to
0: be oh those princess diaries wasn't it those princess diaries princess diaries I think
1: then yeah definitely head-to-head with princess diaries um but yeah um so I have found an article on mtv.com wow um and they basically did an interview with um the costume designer Shay Cunliffe um who talked about like the footwear and just like the basic style of the three girls? Um, mm. So, kind of felt it was important to give each character an individual style. Kate Cassidy's character Emma is carefree and fun-loving, as we said. So long with an adventurous bohemian pieces, um, unlike Katie's style in real life. Nice to know. Um Cunliffe outfitted her in a lot fl- of frivolous, excessively high-heeled choices, very impractical for a traveler. That's so true. Like, who wants yeah. to be roaming around Paris in heels? I mean, obviously, unless you're like you're a model and stuff, and like you're there for like fashion purposes. Other than that, no. feel sightseeing, uh. Uh-uh. Um. Lady Lisa's no. character Meg is definitely a not the right shoe. Yeah, boots or trainers. <laughs> All the way. Exactly. Um. One hundred or like trainers. flats if you're like in Rome or something or like in a hot country basically
0: Um yeah. or sandals or yeah. you know
1: um yeah. later Mises character Meg is the conservative practical older sister which justified Cunliffe's decision to dress her in easy mix and match separates and make sure she travelled in absolutely flat shoes because the most sensible traveller would do that um, <laughs> aka sensible shoes, make a laughingly big departure. Um, in wardrobeing Selena Gomez, there was the added ch- challenge of dressing two characters: Grace, the tomboy heroine of the film, and British Airways, whom, um, who, sh- for whom shoes mistaken. Um, the wa- shoe wardrobe ran from the gambit of scuffed up vintage cowboy boots to black patent um, stiletto louboutons the biggest challenge was of was making uh the stylish and look right for the character but also making sure it works extremely well for the action that they have to do um speaking of that like so the dresses obviously were kind of mostly Oscar de la renta i think that was the one that selena Gomez was wearing was like Oscar de la renta which i loved that dress um which one was it was that the auction yeah,
0: dress or was the one it where the, going f- down to, the ball? to
1: the ball or something um, yeah, I th- like. I think the other ones were like Fendi or like Prada or something. I can't remember. Um, but obviously, mm. the I tried to look up uh, the necklace. I couldn't get an estimate. I think it was a fake one. I'm not gonna lie. Um, maybe it was real. I think it was like three million dollars though. Either way. Um, and obviously the makeup you like know it was branded it was like a commercial for l'oreal when they just opened it mac and stuff um yeah but yeah i think i think the dresses were like proper bang on like i loved emma's yellow dress i know people think that it's about out there but the way yes she styled, no yeah, that
0: was my favorite dress of the yeah, movie the way she yeah
1: styled it and everything was amazing i loved uh, Sonia Gomez is Oscar De La Renta. Like I love Oscar De La Renta. Like the gowns mm. are beautiful. Like, ugh, I just I just hate the fact that she was wearing cowboy boots. I know it's like, ew, that's <laughs> the character staple, but it just like really bugged me. I was like, really? How can you wear that with couture? But, anyways, <laughs> um, even like the whole Cordelia look, I really liked. Like she was wearing Chanel, the Chanel jacket and like very tight like pencil mm. dress. With the pearls was very like, um, as I like to call Emily Gilmore esque, which is obviously like the very high like fashion, like upper class look. Mm. Um, but yeah, I mean, whose I think whose style Belle, do you resonate with the most?
0: I liked um, oh um, Leighton, Mises... Meg's um Meg's yeah. clothes. I like I loved her choice of clothes, especially. Um, when they go to the beach and she has Yeah, like, the, the little dress the, that, and the
1: swimsuit. That dress
0: on with the belt cinching in her waist and the the yeah, the swimsuit. I'm, that was I'm really like nice. I've like got that down. Yeah. I'm like,
1: I'm gonna try and find this little like sun dress kind of thing because mm-hmm. it is beautiful. That was really um, pretty. Yeah, yeah, I would say Meg is I think Meg I, I think a mixture of Meg and um uh, Grace because I like like Grace's like laid back style um Actually no mm, I think I would say like Cordelia jeans. instead of Grace I like Cordelia's clothes obviously. Okay They are Cordelia's yeah. clothes They're not really Grace's clothes But I like the yeah. Really glamorous side But I also love Meg's style Like The plaid shirt With the shorts And I think that was just So effortless mm-hmm. Um And yeah Like Lazy and Misa Really like steals the show And I really love her In this movie Because if you've watched Gossip Girl i think i hate i did not like gossip girl i think she's i think it was just such an obnoxious show um but yeah like obviously she's kind of known as the glamour queen and gossip girl but over here she was just so simple understated and was just like Mm. kind of beaming out on her which is which i really like yeah um so yeah um a little kind of correlation from our previous episode um, the movie shares a similar plot to Lizzie McGuire with the two main characters graduating and going on holiday with the main character mm-hmm. being mistaken for a lookalike character we like totally yeah. did not plan this by the
0: way. I know this was like just a happy coincidence Legit, like, ugh,
1: so funny yeah. um, the world works in a mysterious ways. Um, yeah. it's
0: funny how we just did those movies back to back as well
1: exactly. yeah. um, Meg's first and middle names are the names of two princesses from the English house of Tudor I can't remember her, her name oh name.
0: and um, Fee just to add I don't know if you picked up on this um, Meg's character says something about we're not the sisterhood. We're not the sisterhood of traveling something, and this you know when she's like forced to go yeah. on holiday with um, and she's speaking to her dad and she's like, we're not the sisterhood yeah, of. I and I was it. like, oh my gosh, yeah. that is so cool, and it's so funny because obviously her and Blake Lively were both on Gossip yeah. Girl. Which I haven't watched. And Blake Lively is obviously in the Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants, yeah. which we did like three weeks, four and weeks ago. I think
1: ago. the, yeah, there look, we go. So all the movies we've done this month are produced by at least one, like, same person. I think it's Denise Dinovi. De because she, I think, also mm. produced Lizzie McGuire, I think. I can't remember. But there are, like, oh, similar see. producers in all of the movies, which is so yeah. funny. Yeah. Um, my next fact is a little Gossip Girl kind of link. So it says, um, Leighton Meester's character says she's staying in the Grimaldi suite in the Hotel de Paris. On the CW series Gossip Girl, Meester's character Blair was engaged to Louis Grimaldi of Monaco. And yet the pair were supposed to marry in Monte Carlo. So she was supposed to be... Oh, content. that's so yeah, clever. Be, they made this whole thing about where she was supposed to be like Princess... Monaco and stuff and like oh. she wanted like a dress like Grace Cat Ka- Grace Kelly who was obviously the princess of Monaco um, mm. and I was like oh my god I completely forgot about that
0: um, oh that's yeah, so cool I love
1: that I don't think they shot in Monaco I think they shot in Paris though in Gossip Girl um, yeah um, as seen on their passports the full names of girls are Grace Ann Bennett, Emma Daniel Perkins and Mary Margaret Kelly. Now, there's another fact that I found. I don't know if you saw this, um, but one of I think it's Grace's passport. Her birthday is the same as mine, but it's it's like third of May. 19th, oh, I didn't so, yeah. see that. I didn't and even I
0: like, pick oh up my on God, that. Oh that's
1: so cool. <laughs> I think it was either hers or Meg's. I think. Yeah, but Okay.
0: So oh, that's really cool.
1: Um, it seems unusual, but Meg. Seems to be a nickname derived from the middle name of the character. Her full name, seen in the passport on her arrival in France, is Mary Margaret Kelly. Ah, oh, so this is what they mean. Wait, but who was the um, English House? Two princesses from the English House of Tudor. So, oh, Anne and Margaret. There we go.
0: Right. Oh right. Oh, I see. Huh. That's clever.
1: Um. <laughs> I think that's about it because the other ones we've mentioned. Yeah, I think that is about it. Um.
0: That's all.
1: Do we have? I think now we just move on to the questions, right? Um. Mm. Yeah. I mean we've already kind of mentioned the men and because this is obviously Mm -hmm. a female centric female relationship centric driven movie how would you describe the female friendship no not the friendship relationships in this movie Belle
0: so obviously we've got a dynamic where um, Grace and Emma are Mm -hmm. good friends and from the movie and so that basically we learned that Megan or Meg and Emma were classmates in high yeah. school but they were either they j- they either didn't get along or they were once friends and aren't mm-hmm. friends anymore that's the kind of impression that the movie mm-hmm. gives off but um yeah I I loved um I really like what's her name the friend um pff- i keep forgetting their names i'm like who's emma who's meg edit um so i really liked emma and the way that she was so supportive towards um grace. yeah. building grace's obviously Grace's like self-esteem yeah. and like at the beginning we find out that grace is trying to obviously go on a trip to paris and we see like emma put like loads of money in her like Save them for Paris jar, and I loved like that sister- she was almost like an older I know. Old, obviously meg's uh, her older stepsister but we also see like that friendship yeah. as her like her surrogate sister yeah. I guess and yeah i I think obviously towards middle to the end of the movie, we see like that sisterhood really come to full force because at the beginning they've got Meg and Emma no. Uh, yeah, Meg and Emma have their differences because Emma just from from what we gather, mm. Emma um no Meg isn't really a fan of the fact that Emma decided to drop out of high school yeah. um, to go to like a model shoot for like one day yeah. or something. But obviously, um, Meg's philosophy on Emma, sorry, Emma's philosophy on life is like. Like you know carpe diem She's like I'm just going to live my life I'm going to seize the moment And then we've also got obviously the main character um, Grace Who I love that she she, You know she She had this idea that obviously Meg Is really uptight and she's like the You know the person that kind of like Spoils the fun But at the same time this there's a scene when um Emma makes a comment about um Meg. Yeah. So this is I don't know if you remember she was, like, um, who died when they're something. at the beach yeah. and then Yeah. And obviously at the beginning of the movie we find out that Meg's mum has like recently passed, maybe in like the fir- in the last I don't know, one, two, yeah. three years and she's obviously still in mourning. And there's obviously this scene at the beach where um, Meg and Emma are having this argument and Emma says to her who died and made yeah. you like the boss like something like something along those lines and then Grace, we see Grace like defend her and be like you know, you can't say that that's not appropriate, even though she's like a really close friend, she still like is able to like draw the yeah. line and not like pretend to ignore it, because you know sometimes people Think oh if it's their friend they may not um d- they may side with their friend like no matter what wrong mm-hmm. that they do no yeah no matter what wrong they do but obviously in this and in, in this scene we see that she still is trying to protect Meg and like defend her even though they're not like the best of yeah. friends so yeah i thought um and then obviously at the end we see that they their relationship becomes a lot more you know, uh, just a nice dynamic.
1: I would say, I think I would agree as well. Like, I, um, Mm. like, I don't like the fact that, like, Meg is so immature in the beginning and, like, she's supposed to be in, like, college and, like, like, Mm -hmm. doesn't understand, I guess, being there for a sister or something or, like, well, her stepsister. Yeah. Um, I I obviously like as you mentioned Meg is one of my favorite characters in this in this film and, and mm. there's, a, there's actually go- growth in her character um, but I think yeah I think you're right like I think they're all like by the end of it like they are all there for each other in a weird way like they still have their differences yeah. but they're still there like for each other um, like Emma's there in her graduation um Mm-hmm. she's there at the diner like you know helping her and like she's obviously like being like the voice of like let's go on this adventure like you never know what would happen um yeah. and just being that like careless young spirit that i think grace really needs and like to, in, to experience as yeah. well and um and i think that's why it's so successful as well because like they're like all of their like personalities are so different but like there's also like drama, obviously. Like, there, there's very like sentimental moments. That they but all have a chink in their armor, basically. And I think that the film like mm-hmm. does such a good way of spending time on each of their insecurities or like the weaknesses. I one hundred percent agree. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I think that's. I think for me, I know for after me, like seeing those weaknesses, you fall in love with the characters a bit more because you understand mm-hmm. them and you're like wow like she isn't just as superficial or she isn't like as uptight or whatever she's not innocent or whatever yeah and i think that it just did such a good way of rounding it off and stuff um i know everyone obviously people think like call this a disney movie and stuff but i really like it like for us it's coming of age and like rom-com um it doesn't rom-com doesn't have to be necessarily romance between a guy and a. Girl, it can literally just be a, like romance or a relationship between sisters and like friends, and I think that that mm. was just so well portrayed. I th- prefer this movie, I think, to the Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. Like, I did like it a little bit more. Oh, I why? Think, I don't know. Maybe I am guessing because it's like new. I guess newer, if that makes sense. Like it's uh, kind of more updated um not the first one I think I would say probably like it's head to head for the first one but I think I like it better than the second one mm-hmm. for sure. um
0: yeah, yeah yeah. I get what you mean. Um, yeah.
1: but yeah I, I love like obviously it's very innocent and like this would never happen in real life because you'd get caught straight away and stuff it's a very like <laughs> docile way of portraying this um but I I do yeah I I like I, as you said I love that like how at the end of, at, at the end of the day and obviously this is the message is like, it isn't really about them finding love or something. It's about like them kind of finding themselves and like they mm-hmm. all like go on mm. to adventures after this trip. Like Meg goes and like yeah. explores the world and like I don't know if no Emma yeah. is yeah Emma like decides to marry Owen, Grace goes back to NYU and stuff and I think it's just like yeah it just like leaves us in like a better I think uh no I guess and I think it achieves what it's yeah. trying to do like for its viewers I think um, I it is that I think comfort and nostalgia I, I think which I really like about this movie and like it's one of those movies where they don't make them like this like, like this one and I think Lizzie McGuire, I think were like they're like mm-hmm. you know those movies that I don't think anyone can make again
0: yeah. I think it was definitely for that era, like the, the 2000s, 2000s era. It's th- like
1: completely yeah. completed like was like the end of like these kind of movies, yeah. Yeah. Cuz what Lizzie
0: McGuire was 2008. No, Lizzie McGuire was 2003
1: like and this that? is 2011.
0: Oh, 2003 yeah. and that's okay. Yeah. So I think it's definitely had its era. I don't f- I feel like if this was remade it um With Grace's character That I feel like With just the direction That things are going in I feel like She wouldn't be As innocent yeah, exactly. They exactly she, she Her character Would lose a lot Of their innocence And yeah. uh Like the You know When you're like Almost like The coming of age Element of it yeah. I would say I feel like it, Yeah If it was to be remade In this day and age It would lose that Coming of age Yeah
1: element. and I think That's what it's biggest Like good thing about it there are so many bad things about this movie as well like we can't look like there's like the accent of like Selena Gomez's accent like there's like the possessiveness of Owen and like there are like some it's it's very cheesy in some elements and it's very like Mm -hmm. obviously it's not perfect no movie is perfect but I think that yeah like I don't think they can make another movie like selling this like adventure coming of age like I think after Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants, I think this is the next natural, I guess, contender for it. Um, Mm. So, yeah. That was like a very long-winded answer. Um, No, it's fine. I think that's about it. Um, Because we did mention the male questions as well.
0: We did, yeah. And I think um, we normally ask about is this relationship healthy or not? But I think we've more or less answered that with... um, you know the relationship between Emma and Owen Yeah we
1: did we kind of like touched upon it Um yeah But yeah I think that's about it I think now we just go into the rating if you want
0: Yeah Um
1: so Belle I always start With you with the rating
0: Yes so I Well so I'll give my reasons And then obviously I'll um, Say my rating so I, I Would say definitely the pros Of this movie was that Um grace's character was very believable Mm -hmm. and just like i just i just said if i believe that if this movie was remade that coming of age element wouldn't really um wouldn't really come across as strongly but i feel like um in the era that it was made i do think that um obviously with the absence of like social media and everything that's like i feel has like forced people to grow up at a rapid Mm -hmm. rate i feel like obviously because it wasn't as strong back then there was still everyone had that strong um sense of um like innocence Mm -hmm. and like not being yeah you know easily exposed to things and stuff like that so i loved that her character was so real and so believable because she was we literally I would believe that this is an 18 yes, year old because, yeah,
1: because exactly.
0: she was very kind of oblivious yeah you know she wasn't like an 18 year old with like who had like wads of money she was like trying to save and you know go on this trip she didn't have like her parents to like go to like I feel like in this like these days the like sh- we wouldn't really see like a character that's like roughing exactly, it out like, yeah. and like really trying to like yeah work for her her money in in to a certain degree i hope that yeah, makes sense yeah for sure but um yeah i like yeah so to to just to sum up that point i like that she was a very realistic protagonist um realistic mm-hmm. character i thought the um, balance between romance and comedy really mm-hmm. worked um I also liked. I just like the sisterhood, and yeah. I I like the fact that it was a rom com, but it wasn't v- packed with like cliches, yeah. which I feel like it's very easy to do with rom coms. But this one like managed to avoid a lot of cliches. There were like a few cliches, but yeah. it wasn't like an overload of cliche after. Cliche. I like the ending. I think so, yeah, yeah, I, like I really like the
1: ending. Like they they didn't get together, but then later she's like i love how it stayed to the fact yes. that like, she's literally just a person that wants to help out in the world and like so yeah, yeah. i thought
0: there, were, there was a um, very good direction as well so for that reason i will give it a three and a half
1: wow that is exactly yeah. the same that i was gonna give it
0: oh I'm wow it look at us five. on the same <laughs> yeah, page
1: 5 out of 5 um I again this is just attached to nostalgia for me which is why I always give these movies marks. Um but I I agree with what you said like it was realistic but not full of clichés. It was shot mm-hmm. very well and it's hard to do that when you're doing like an adventure travel movie anyway. Yeah. Um yep. and I think like all characters had enough elements and story elements. It wasn't just all about grace, it was also you know exactly. it was about how they support her and how they help her um, I think obviously the Cordelia character was like very faulty um, yeah like bits of that character didn't make sense um, I think that was a bit that was it and I think obviously there are like full of like weird bits like with Owen and Emma's relationship that I really didn't like and that always kind of struck me as like oh that's so annoying um mm. but other than that I think I I obviously I this is like a comfort watch for me and I like watch it with my friends and like who really like this movie as well. Um and we're just like oh my god like I like we wish that this would happen to us like on a holiday. <laughs> um but not like not the like not the I wish for like Meg's storyline like
0: yeah I know what someone, you mean yeah, me, I know what you mean. Who, like yeah. has the
1: same opinions and like is just so carefree in life like because I'm so not like that I think I'm so opposite like that like um but yeah that would be so that just like gives me like such hope and like I don't know it's just really cute romantic and and I really love their relationship um but yeah I think that's about it guys um anything else you want to add on Belle Um, no okay but yeah that's about it guys um we are going to bid you adieu um yes you can always find us at flick Talk pod um on twitter and instagram um our email is at flicktalkpodcast the number one at gmail.com um we are always on acast spotify apple wherever you can find podcasts basically
0: hmm thank you for joining us once again and tune in next week to hear what we've got to say about our mystery movie
1: Mm -hmm. Um, take care enjoy if you're in the UK enjoy the sun that we have out a bit Um, but yeah um, we hope you loved our June episodes Um, we loved virtually going on holidays um, through these (laughs) um, movies and hopefully we will go to Monte Carlo one day that's on my bucket list next um but yeah thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next week
0: we'll see you next week take care and stay safe guys bye